Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 24, part 2, pages 668 to 669. Chapter 24, The Glory of the Mystical Temple, part 2. The first quality of impassibility will not only protect the glorious body from all corruption for all eternity, but completely from all petty annoyance. John prophesied this when he said, And there shall be no more death or mourning, wailing or pain, for the old order has passed away. That's from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 4. The second quality, subtlety, will confer on the glorious body the power of penetrating any other body, just as a ray of the sun penetrates glass, but neither shatters nor damages it. The third quality, agility, will give the glorious body the ability of moving most swiftly in every direction. Isaiah predicted this, saying, They that hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar as with eagles' wings. That's from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. The fourth quality, clarity, will render the glorious body brighter than any light. The blessed in heavens shall shine, what Daniel foresaw, brightly like the splendor of the firmament, like the stars forever. That's from Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. Paul shows us an example of this glory of the blessed body and the glorified body of Christ, the Lord himself, when he writes to the Philippians, We also await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body. Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Therefore, just as Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more, death no longer has power over him. Romans 6, verse 9. So this gift of his is rightly to be expected also by us. Christ, rising from the dead, came out from an untouched tomb while the doors were closed, appeared in the midst of the disciples, and so this gift of his is rightly to be expected also by us. Christ, rising from the dead, gloriously appeared in distant places at short intervals, both to his most beloved mother and to some very holy women, as well as to his most dear apostles and to the disciples on their way to a village. And so this gift of his is rightly to be expected also by us. Christ, rising from the dead, was seen, I believe, with no different face than that which on the mountain of Tabor shone like the sun. That's Matthew chapter 17, verse 2. And so this gift of his is rightly to be expected also by us. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body. Philippians 3.21 O glory to be sought after even by infinite labors. O glory to be desired not without the heaviest weariness. Ah, when shall I come and appear before the face of the Lord? Who would dare to speak of the bodily senses to be ineffably beatified? By what fragrance will the sense of smell be refreshed there? 
by how great a delight the sense of sight will be filled with the most noble, most beautiful, and the most perfect objects of God and all creatures, by how great a pleasure of all savors will be the sense of taste be pampered, by what concert of the most exquisite musical assemblies, so to speak, with the sense of hearing, will the sense of hearing be pleased, and finally, by how great a pleasure will the sense of touch be filled with its own continually flowing glorification. To this sense relates what we mentioned above, as said by the Apostle, it is raised an incorruptible, glorious, powerful, and spiritual body. See 1 Corinthians 15, verses 42 to 44. What David sang applies to hearing. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let the high praise of God be in their throats. That's from Psalm 149, verses 5 and 6. What the same harpist king proposed elsewhere refers to the sense of taste. They have their fill of the prime gifts of your house. From your delightful stream you give them to drink. For with you is the fountain of life. Psalm 36, verses 9 and 10. What Isaiah promised refers to the sense of sight. Then you shall be radiant at what you see. Your heart shall throb and overflow. Isaiah 60, verse 5. Explaining the gift of the sense of smell, he says, The wilderness shall rejoice and shall flourish like the lily. That's from Isaiah chapter 35, verse 1. And the church is not discordant when she sings thus, Your saints, Lord, will flourish like the lily, and they will be before you like the fragrance of balsam. Alleluia. In the second section of the chapter, St. Stanislaus describes the four qualities of resurrected bodies more thoroughly. He says that the impassibility of the body or the ability to not suffer would protect us from all corruption for all eternity. There is no death in heaven, but it would also protect us from all petty annoyances. The devil wants us to think that heaven would be boring, not in the least. We will never run out of new things to discover and to learn in heaven. Subtlety, we will be able to penetrate other objects. There will be no door locks in heaven. St. Stanislaus uses the analogy of the ray of sunlight which passes through glass without damaging it. Agility. The glorified body can move swiftly in any direction, like the queen on a chessboard. And clarity. The glorified body will be brighter than light. St. Stanislaus uses the scriptures to show that the glorified bodies of the saints in heaven will become like that of our Lord. Jesus and Mary already have glorified bodies in heaven. Others will have them at the end of time. St. Stanislaus then contemplates how our bodily senses will be glorified in heaven, how our sense of smell will be enhanced to appreciate heavenly fragrances. Our sight will be enhanced so that we can contemplate God. Taste so that we can partake in the heavenly banquets. Our hearing will be able to appreciate the heavenly harmonies of the choirs of angels and touch 
to appreciate the beauty of heaven, the hills, the valleys, the lakes, etc. The scriptures give us a hint of what is to come. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.